we're living in a comfort crisis. While it's so simple, it really just like pulled me out of this funk and made me realize like, what have I been doing? That's too much for my brain to handle in the morning when I'm just waking up. I don't want to have to add something else to my plate. And so I thought of a way to hack the comfort crisis or essentially redefine it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Hooker Girls podcast. Happy Monday if you're listening to this on the day that it comes out. And if not, you're lucky because in my opinion, um, once you're past Monday, I feel like the week gets a whole lot easier. So super excited to have you guys here. It's actually just me on the mic today. Emma had a lot on her plate, and I figured why not take the opportunity to talk to you guys about something that... I've been thinking a lot about recently and just, you know, sometimes a good old fashioned like solo episode just hits. So I hope that you guys agree and that you enjoy today's episode. And as I'm recording this, just to kind of set the scene for you guys, I'm sitting at my home office and I'm overlooking a little like pond lake thing that's right in front of my house and the sun is setting. It's 4.30 and it's just crazy that we're at that time of year where it's getting dark at 4.30 in the afternoon. Um, And I, I just kind of have been trying to find a way to lean into it for lack of better words, which is a little bit about what this episode is. And I've been listening to a bunch of different podcasts myself and trying to inspire myself because to be quite frank with you guys, I feel like I've been in this flop era. I was on a walk with one of my best friends last week and we were actually walking the park that I'm right now overlooking. And I was just talking to her and I was discussing with her how for the last like six to eight months, for both of us really, I feel like it's been a little bit of a flop era. Like I can't really put my finger on it but I just haven't felt confident in myself. I haven't felt like the best version of myself. And there are a couple of things that I could attribute that to. And I could say, oh, it could be because of this or it could be because of this. But at the end of the day, I just genuinely think that it was my mindset. I think that my mind wasn't in the right place. And for whatever reason, I'm calling it Wellness Wednesday. Last Wednesday, um, I decided to have a Wellness Wednesday and just like completely pull myself out of this rut. And I'm really thankful I work from home a couple days a week. So I happened to be working from home on this Wednesday. And I just decided to go and go to a local sauna and do a 30-minute sauna. I had a punch pass there. And then come back, shower during my lunch break, which was really nice, and then go to a yoga class that night. And while it's so simple, it really just like pulled me out of this funk and made me realize like, what have I been doing? Like I need to start embracing this wellness side of me or these things that really make me feel good about myself, even if they take a little bit of extra time or money or attention to myself, it can be really, really impactful and it really changes your mindset, especially moving into this time of year. So if you guys are hearing this on the day that it airs, you're hearing it on the first Monday after daylight savings ending, meaning it's getting darker outside earlier, but it's also getting lighter earlier in the morning. So like I was saying right now, it's like 4.30, it's getting dark, it's kind of a bummer. But this morning, it was light out a little bit earlier than it has been in the last couple of weeks, which is really, really nice. And don't worry for all of our longtime listeners who are like, is she going to do a no show hotel item? I am. I'm getting to it. It's going to be integrated into today's episode. So I will get there. But in the meantime, I really want to talk to you guys about 
my morning for lack of better words. And I got up this morning and I went, I went to a 6am yoga class and I drove over before work and came back and showered. And last night I was like, it was probably 11. No, it's probably 10. And my boyfriend was leaving to go play hockey. And I was telling him, I was like, I just really don't want to go to this yoga class in the morning. I don't know if I should cancel it before, um, you know, the late charge fee incurs and everything like that. And I had expressed to him earlier in the day how I felt like I was really in my flop era and I was trying to pull myself out of it. And I was like, but I need your help. I need you to tell me, you know what? No, like you should do that thing. That's going to make you feel better. Even though you don't want to right now, you should do that. So he did exactly that. And I kind of got pissed off at him for lack of better words because he was like, you're not allowed to cancel your yoga class. You are going. You're going to your 6 a.m. yoga class. It's fine. You're going to love it. It's going to make you feel better. So I was like, oh, whatever. And I did. I went this morning and it took me a second to get out of bed. But by the time I went there and I did my practice and I came back and I had my coffee, it was actually a really, really, really great start to my morning. And so I went ahead and booked classes for the rest of the week at 6 a.m. So we'll see how long that that plays out. However, the point of me telling you this is not to make you feel bad if you don't wake up earlier in the morning or if you don't work out before work or you don't work out at all. That's not the point at all. The point is that as humans, we only have so much willpower and it depletes as the day goes on. So we face so much decision fatigue in our day-to-day lives because we're constantly making decisions throughout the day. So last night when I was saying, you know, like, I don't want to go to yoga in the morning, it's because it was so late at night and my body was already tired. My mind was already tired. So I didn't have that willpower to say, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to go. And it's funny, this is a completely side antidote, but that's Costco's entire business model or Sam's Club's entire business model is that they have one or two options of the same product so that when you go in, you actually end up buying more because you don't have to deal with the decision fatigue. So you don't have 10 different kinds of Advil, like the liquid gels and the mini version and the chewable and the you know name brand versus the generic ibuprofen. There's just one or two bottles of Advil and it's a 300 count and a 500 count and you can choose and take your pick and that's what makes them so successful and it just really got me thinking because that's how our ancestors used to live is we didn't used to have all these different options of what can I make for dinner tonight what workout class can I go to today what you know sweater should I wear to work I have all these different options and Going back to that willpower, you only have so much of it. So by the end of the day, you're completely depleted because even if you're not thinking about it at the time, you making the decision of what workout class to go to, what to eat for breakfast, what kind of milk to put in your coffee, which route you want to take to work, it's constantly depleting this willpower. So at the end of the day, you're lacking so much of it and you'll be more inclined to do something that's not in alignment with your goals. So for example, in last night's example, that would be working out for me. And the best workout is the one that you do. And evidence shows that if you work out after work, you're more likely to skip your workout because either one, something pops up in your schedule and so it goes out the window because it's not a priority, which I get, you know, social lives are important and sometimes emergencies happen or even just like the opportunity to do something you want to do more. Completely get it. Or two, your willpower is depleted. And I completely get it because last night when I was talking to my boyfriend Charlie about this, I was like, you know what? No, I can just, 
I'll just go at 5.30 tomorrow night. You know, like there's a 5.30 class. I'll work all day. It'll be fine. It'll be great. I'll do that instead. And he said, no, you're not going to want to do that. And I was like, no, no, I will. I will. And that was a lie I was telling myself because now I'm sitting here at 4.45 and there is no way in hell I would be getting in my car in 20 minutes, 30 minutes and driving to this workout studio. Now I want to be cozy and I want to be like comfortable. And I just, I don't want to have to worry about that. So my point of saying all of this is that last week I was really in the midst of my flop era. It was really rearing its ugly head for lack of better words. And I just had this realization of like, I need to do something to get my life in check. So I started listening to all these different podcasts from different genres. And so then podcasts started popping up that were recommended to me that I'd never even heard of before. And I started listening to this podcast and they were talking about how we're living in a comfort crisis, meaning how everything is at our fingertips and we're too comfortable to the point where we actually have to intentionally stimulate our body and brain in a synthetic way just to replicate how our ancestors naturally lived, which is crazy. So it makes a lot of sense, right? When you think about it, most of us work at a desk multiple hours a day and we aren't walking through the woods to hunt for our food. You know, we pop something in the microwave or maybe on a good day we're making dinner and it's taking us an hour or so. But we're not actively stimulating our brain. We're not thinking about, okay, we need to go in this direction to make sure we don't get lost. We're not thinking about, oh, there must be animals in this direction because these are where the prints are or, you know, I saw some scat over there or whatever it may be. We're not physically doing all that walking and we're not physically carrying that food back with us on our backs or in our bags or wherever it may be. So we have to replicate it. We have to stimulate ourselves by doing crossword puzzles, listening to podcasts, reading the newspaper, doing, you know, our normal day-to-day jobs. And from a physical standpoint, we have to stimulate ourselves by working out. We have to go to the six o'clock yoga class or go on a walk during our lunch break or, you know, the biggest thing right now is walking pads if you work from home. Like, that's crazy. It's a great thing. I have one. I use it every single day that I work from home. I love it. But it's crazy that we're living in a society where everything is so comfortable. Everything is at our fingertips all the time. And we're in this comfort crisis. And they started talking about it in a bunch of different facets. And one of them was how overeating is such a problem. Because innately, as humans, if there was food in front of us, you would think we should eat it. Because our ancestors would have been dumb to not overindulge when they didn't know where their next meal was coming from. And how that's the same thing with alcohol and really anything like the sense of community, like so much that is ingrained into us is innate and it comes from our ancestors and we've almost evolved too quickly that we now live in this comfort crisis. And so it actually is backfiring and it's actually kind of a negative thing because at the end of the day, we're too comfortable and it's hurting our overall well-being. So after listening to this podcast, I thought about my mental state and I thought about how, you know, like I was saying at the beginning of this episode, I was really in this flop era and I didn't know how the F to pull myself out of it. I was like, what can I do? And instead of, you know, trying to live completely off the grid and take decision fatigue out of the equation and, you know, not be on social media and grow all my own fruits and vegetables and you know, get my own meat and whatever it may be, make my own bread, harvest my own whatever, you know, like as great as that may be to go back to my quote roots. 
it's just not attainable in today's society. And to sit here and have a podcast and talk to you guys about it and say, you know, you need to move where there's no internet to no running water and you need to go back to the basics like that. Guys, that's just not attainable and no one's going to do that. So when I was thinking about it, I was like, how am I going to find a way to live that's I guess, suitable for this comfort crisis, but also doesn't harm my overall well-being. And so I thought of a way to hack the comfort crisis or essentially redefine it. And the way I was thinking about it is in almost a backwards mentality where there are lots of things that we have that our ancestors didn't, which is what's contributing to this comfort crisis. For example, there are some great things like heat and electricity And those are things that, yes, they make things more comfortable, but they're not negative. They're not, you know, a bad thing. They just exist. They're things that we have that our ancestors didn't. So especially as we transition into these winter months, I've decided I'm going to pull myself out of this flop era and embrace hacking the comfort crisis by essentially taking what we know about human psychology of willpower being depleted throughout the day and taking what we know with you know, times changing, us being overstimulated and daylight savings ending and it getting darker sooner and it being colder and really using it in our advantage. So I'm going to lay out my morning routine and my night routine for you guys. And it's not going to be anything you haven't heard before. I'm not saying that it's some like crazy new creative idea. It's not. It's something that I've said on the show before. It's something that other podcasters have said It's all over TikTok or Instagram or YouTube. However, I challenge you guys not to listen to this and be like, okay, Maddie does this in the morning or some other podcast that I listen to, they do this in the morning, so I'm going to do it. Take it and think about it in a way that works for you and take it from a mindset reset perspective. For example, with trying to hack your own comfort crisis, what are things that are really blocking you or inhibiting you from getting to your goals based on what is in the world currently that we're too privy to, I guess, for lack of better words. So in the morning, my willpower is at my all-time high. So I'm going to do the things that are most challenging for me while also mixing in some things that I love. Because at the end of the day, you can have a long list of goals or like I said earlier, if you want to work out, that's great. But if you don't do the workout, it actually doesn't do anything. So if you have this long list of goals and you're never going to achieve them because they seem so daunting, it's just not going to happen. So you got to sprinkle in some things that you love. So for me, I'm going to get up in the morning and I'm going to drink water first thing. And as much as I would love to be one of those girlies that drinks lemon water with some sea salt and maybe some chlorophyll in it, uh-uh, we're skipping that. We're just going to drink water because that's too much for my brain to handle in the morning when I'm just waking up. I don't want to have to add something else to my plate. It's very simple for me to grab water for off my bedside table and say, okay, before you have coffee, you're going to drink this. And then I'm going to go work out. And for me, because even though my willpower is at an all-time high in the morning, I know the night before it's going to be at an all-time low. So I know that if I say I'm going to go to the gym by myself, it's probably not going to happen because the night before I'm going to be like, you know what? I really need to sleep in. I really need that extra hour or two of sleep. That's really going to make a big difference in my day because those are lies that my brain is telling me because my willpower is at an all-time low. So for me, I'm going to book a workout class. That's going to be spin class. That's going to be a yoga class. Whatever it is, I'm going to go work out. And then when I get back, 
I'm going to shower and I'm going to enjoy my shower. I might, you know, put some essential oils in there. I might use my favorite body lotion. And again, this is kind of like hacking the comfort crisis, right? Because we have showers. We have something that our ancestors didn't have. We have running water. That's a magical thing, y'all. So I'm going to take advantage of it. And then I'm going to have a good breakfast and drink my coffee because, like I said, I'm going to mix in some things that I love, aka coffee. Oh, and while I'm taking my shower, I might be listening to a podcast or watching Suits on Netflix or maybe watching a YouTube video. I'm going to do something that's also fun and good for me. And then I'm going to get ready and I'm going to go to work. And it doesn't matter what your work looks like because everyone's work looks different. But then throughout the day, you're going to have to make decisions. You're going to have to prioritize things. You're going to have to focus. And by the end of the day, your willpower is going to be depleted. It doesn't matter what industry you work in. Even if you're unemployed and you're currently searching for something, you're still going to be depleted at the end of the day. Which leads me to my next point of my nighttime routine. That's a very loose night routine. And the key here is that I'm going to lean into the depleted willpower. So I'm going to plan out my meals ahead of time and I'm going to grocery shop for the week so that I make what I have or I meal prep. And it's as simple as that. When my willpower is at an all-time high, maybe on a Sunday morning when I've woken up and I've had my coffee, I'm going to do those things and I'm going to prepare myself for the upcoming week so that I don't even have to think about it. And then I'm going to make some cozy, hearty food because, you know, it's dark outside, it's cold, especially now, like by the time six o'clock rolls around, which is like the earliest I'm eating dinner, like it looks like it's the middle of the freaking night outside, you guys, because of daylight savings. So I'm going to go and I'm going to make my cozy, hearty food. Tonight, for example, after I get done recording this, I'm going to edit it. And then I'm making a chicken and butternut squash rice bake, which is so yummy. It has leftovers for tomorrow. Oh, besides the point. But like something that's good, something that feeds your soul. And then after that, I'm going to take a bath. I'm maybe going to make some tea. I'm going to read a book or maybe watch a show or maybe just hang out with my boyfriend. I'm going to do something for me. And then I'm going to drink my magnesium tea and I'm going to put magnesium lotion on my feet and I'm going to go to bed. I'm not going to go and do a workout class. I'm not going to make a three-course meal. Obviously, that's an exaggeration. But I'm not even going to make a meal that takes me 45 minutes. Like, that's too much for me to think about. I'm not going to read a super stimulating book. I'm going to read my fluff book or I'm going to watch a Netflix show that I don't even have to think about. I'm going to lean in to not having willpower. So going back to the no show, all tell item, like I was saying at the beginning of this episode, something that has been really, really great for me, and I've been drinking this for years, I probably talked about it on the show before, is the Puka Nighttime Berry Overnight Wellness Tea. This is not sponsored, but you guys, I love this tea mixed with the Moon Juice Magnesium. It's a berry, I guess, flavored tea, and it has rosehip, hibiscus flower, chamomile, lavender, licorice, ginger, black currant, elderberry, blueberry like it's just it's so yummy and it's like a hug for the inside of your body and when you mix this with one teaspoon of the moon juice magnesium and the berry flavor it makes the flavor even more potent in a really really magnificent way and this has been my nighttime routine for the winter for going on I would say three years now for whatever reason I fall out of it in the summer 
But in the winter, it's just something that I really look forward to. And again, this is leaning into something that, you know, isn't optimal. For example, our ancestors weren't taking magnesium before they went to bed at night. You know, magnesium was just something that they naturally had in their system because of what they were eating and because of what they were doing day in and day out. But now we have to supplement these things that our ancestors used to get naturally. And it really is a give and take. And so instead of, you know, complaining and being like, oh, I have to do these things or I have to take vitamin C or vitamin D because the sunlight is, you know, not the sun's not out as much during the day in the winter and I'm in an office all day and blah, 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 blah. There are negatives to winter and there are negatives to the comfort crisis and it does sometimes overall hurt our well-being. However, there's a way to hack it and there's a way to lean into it. And I hope that this episode was interesting to you guys, if nothing else, or comforting or just made you feel validated because I'm right there with you. And as we get into these winter months, it's definitely a lot. And these are just things that I'm having to remind myself and I'm not going to be perfect at them. I'm going to fail at them. I can tell you that without a doubt, because like I said, for the last eight months or so, I've been in my flop era. I've not been thriving and I really want to pull myself out of it before, you know, seasonal depression rears its ugly head and, you know, we're dealing with all of that. But I hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode. I know it was a little bit of a different format, but hope you enjoyed the integration of the no show I'll tell. As always, be sure to follow us on Instagram. It's at Hookah Girls Podcast, H-Y-G-G-E Girls Podcast. And if you like this episode, please subscribe, leave us a review. It really does help out the show. And we'll be back next Monday with another episode for you guys. So until then, stay happy, stay healthy, and stay Hygge. Bye, y'all.